TSC Talks. Jill here, where I share and reflect my lived experience within the dense matrix and systemic programming, awakening through the role of parent caregiver of loved ones affected by tuberous sclerosis complex, observing and integrating traumas and the limiting beliefs they spawn that keep us from knowing our own truth of who we are as divine beings. Through the portal of podcasting, interviews, monologues, discussions, and workshops, I share topics and tools I've found relevant and worthwhile for those living with or caregiving for individuals through the extremes of chronic illness. Chronic illness created by a disjointed, disconnected societal and individual understanding of ourselves as whole in mind, body, and spirit. As we become aware and awake and must still stand in the inverted systems, we can either succumb to circling the drain of despair or show up and shine our light as we all walk each other home day by day. Come with me on this journey, out of being slaves to the system, going inward towards our beautiful soul's loving purpose. Stay tuned for part two with Kimra Minuti. Okay, I pay for my water and I'm not stressed about it. And I yeah, will be in the too. shower. I'll be in the shower for 30 to 40 minutes. Very comfortable. Nobody bothering me. Loud ass music. Having a full-blown conference call with my spirit guides, grind, grounding, trying to see if my elementals have any stuff to say because I forget to talk to my dragons and they get real angry and they start making noise. I mean, I'd be like, stop. What is that constant roar? And I'm like, oh, it's y'all. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love it. I'll find out. <laughs> I have too many people I can talk to. It's hard to distinguish who. Yeah, I bet. It's fucking annoying. Like, I could talk to galactics. I can talk to angelics. I can talk to elementals. I can talk to the grass. I can talk to the freaking wind. It's a lot. That's so a lot. It's a lot. And then I have my eight main angelics that I deal with and my four personal spirit guides. And then I deal with my ancestors. Like... There's a whole, so when I tell you it's like a conference call, like I like visualizing it. Yeah. Like there's literally like 60 people in my shower with me (laughs) and like two dogs, a dragon, a unicorn and a pegasi, like whatever. (laughs) And and I'm saying a great picture. Oh my gosh. That would be a great picture. Like if there's an artist out there who watches this, like one day later and it's like, you know what? Let me draw her, her, con- her morning conference call. This is me in my shower and I do my grounding exercise. I Reiki myself. I open up all my chakras. I clear them. I balance them. I uh, put a discernment code into them to make sure that I'm always seeing clearly and that I'm open to receive mm-hmm. what I need to receive. And then I get out the shower and I go about my damn day. <laughs> That's that's cool. That's incredible. Well, I mean, I feel like you need to be practical about your spirituality, right? Like True. I'm a mom. You don't have a whole lot of uh, disposable like time to. You don't. And the yeah. only time we really have to ourselves is the shower. You know that. Oh, I do. I do. You, I hide you, in my, I have a little office. Well, it's, I share it with my partner. Yeah, but so we, we cry in, in the shower. There. Like every, that's where you go. You go to the shower to cry. You go to the shower to be miserable. You go like. That's what you do in the shower. Shower is like deep stuff, you know? So, and I'm a water, I'm a water sign. So water is, is everything for me. Like you're Scorpio, right? I'm a Scorpio. So I clear, I clear and I cleanse with water. I, you know, I I combat everything with freaking water. I'm like, like right before this, I came on 
because I showered this morning. I had to take my daughter out. So I didn't have time to take another shower. So I just went and I washed my face. I washed the back of my neck. I washed my arms, you know, and I was like, okay. And then we have grounded again. That's it. I just bring myself back to center. Yeah. And and then I come and I, I come and speak to you about what is important. And then that's why I'm so present. People are like, you're so present. I'm like, you are. I so meditated the fuck to get like this. Like, I'm I, I know that it doesn't like, just happen. <laughs> I used to I've be tried. So flighty. I used to be so flighty. It's really, they literally used to call me wishy-washy. But now I'm Gross. now I know my purpose. I know my purpose. I know my focus. I know what I'm here for. I know why I'm here. I know what I'm doing. I know who I want to help. Like, thank you, you for being here. Thank you. I mean, I really it took forever, it feels like, but I'm right on time. <laughs> you are. You are. I'm so glad to meet you and do this interview. Tell me about where people can find you. Okay, you can find me all over social media. <laughs> like I want to tell people, just Google Jill Woodworth TSE Talks. That's how I get hit. So I don't know if you have a tip well, like that. I am literally search engine optimized. Well, I'm your name, because your name. I'm the yes. only Kimra Minuti in the United States. Rock on, only sister. Kimra Minuti. So people will call me, like markers will call me, hi, we'd like to search engine optimize you. And I'm like, ha, ah, I already am. Yeah, right, right. Jill Woodworth, so, not so much. Yeah, Kimra Minuti, the only one. And because of American systems, my name is not even properly spelled appropriately because they can't have the accent over my A. Yeah, I have an accent on my name. So literally nobody is, it's just me. So if you just Google me, my name is Kimra Minuti. Uh, You can find me on Facebook at Silver Lining Spirals or my name, once again, Kimra Minuti. You can find me on IG, two pages, Silver Lining Spirals and Kimra Minuti. You can find me on YouTube at Kimra Minuti Ascension Coach because I just changed that to make it easier. It used to be off duty with Minuti, but. I like that too, though. I saw that. Yeah, off duty with Minuti was fun. It was it was gonna be just all the things you do when you're off duty, which is healing and you know having fun, exploring things, whatever. But then I just was like so serious. Shadow work was so important, and this awakening has been so intense, so intense. And, and this pandemic spurred so many more people to awaken. And um, yeah, so I could conversations see. that I have to have right now. That's mm-hmm. the spirit is like, this is what we're talking about. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No worries. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I love it that you listen to guidance like that and just. I want to say that I don't have a choice, but that's not true. I've, I've made the choice to make it non-negotiable to not listen to my guides because when I wasn't listening to them, man, I got fucked up. yeah yeah see I'm like starting to so (laughs) take it from me you know just listen to them it might sound like the craziest just listen what you want to know is is it really a guide talking to me or is this my ego that's what you want to learn you want to learn the difference between is this me or is this a higher self yeah I just did uh this Lori Ladd reset and she laid that out I have these printouts like ego higher self boom 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 nice so I can like put it in front of me and because yeah Yeah. I think they're intertwined I I know mine is like really intertwined and so so you want to have a little more separation friend a little more separation because I can pretty honestly say that my ego doesn't do a lot of the choices around here I feel that with you. 
Because my ego sucks. I don't feel the egoic, anything egoic really coming off of you. I try, I've, I've really worked hard to strip myself down to where I'm not, not when I'm, not when I'm, not when I'm channeling, when I'm channeling, there's no ego. Yeah. Sit down over here. (laughs) Right. We sit that bitch down. Get that bitch down. Sit that bitch down. No, (laughs) we don't need you right now. Be quiet. Okay. Um, when I need my ego is when I need to be discerning and I need to categorize things and I need to protect myself. Okay. And then I trot her right back out and she goes Mm -hmm. right to her use the way she's supposed to. But the truth is, is that I spend most of my time in the channel zone. I'm never not really not channeling. Like you notice, you didn't notice, you didn't see me have to do any sort of a quick transition. I didn't breathe. I didn't. Nope. You just came right on and boom, here you were. Cause like I said, I ground to start my day. So I am fully in the presence of the divine when I start my day. And I Mm. don't want to go through my day without them. Yes. So much better. So much better. I just can't imagine it. I'm like, and when I don't ground in the morning, like if I just have like an off day where I was lazy and I just didn't shower till like two for some strange reason, or I was cleaning the house all day, then I was like, oh, I should take a shower. Like I just didn't do that. Right. My day is off. My day is off. I know it's off. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why? And I lose things and I can't remember shit and I drop things. I don't light my candles. And I'm like, something's not right. And then I'll look around and I'll realize you didn't feed your spirit guides today. You didn't shower. You didn't ground. You haven't cleansed yourself of the BS from yesterday. You didn't do a gratitude practice. You didn't even put your feet outside in the earth. Man, look. And then I will, I'll nip that bad boy right in the bud. I don't care what time of the day it is. It could be eight o'clock at night. I'll turn right around and be like, oh, well, it must be time for me to ground, bathe, blah, 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 and get back in alignment. Yeah, just get, I, you know, one of the things I think that that's I do, a good, good point too, that if you do fall, you know, you can just, just go get back. right back. Yeah. Just go back. Yeah. Just go yeah. back. Sometimes I ground three times a day when there's really a massive, lot going on, nasty energies and I'm releasing a lot and I'm trying to integrate some stuff and my body hurts and, you know, I have to deal with people like, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to go people. out here and I'll ground. Yeah. People. <sighs> so I'll ground. I'll ground and I'll ground multiple times. And, you know, when I get off of this with you, I'll ground again. Ground again. I'll, I'll, and I'll clear my energy from our conversation. I'll do like a, a cord unhooking. And yep. I'll, ground, I'll ground your cord into Mother Earth. Thank instead you. Instead of just letting it flail, right? Like some people do that. They cut them off and they just let them flail. No, I pull out cords and I, I tether them. Fascinating. It's ways, it's way better for you and the other person. Mm-hmm. And I less, think I'll start doing that. Yeah, it's way better. If you tether people to, to Mother Earth, we all get better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. The whole point is to be grounded in her. Yeah, the whole point. Um, you know what? I want to pull a card. Okay, go for it. Now I want to know what deck I'm going to use. I want a new deck, but... Hmm. Let's look at, so we were talking about Abraham Hicks. Let's do the ask and it is given duck. Abraham Hicks. So a lot of people don't like Abraham Hicks because they say that the law of attraction teaches you to spiritually bypass and, right. and gaslight and all of these things, right? And I understand why people think that. 
But I want to say unto you that the law of attraction is one of 12. 12 like the DNA strands? 12 universal laws. Okay. And it's not complete in and of itself because it is a, it's part of a set. Huh. So you are supposed to, the reason we start with the law of attraction is because it's the primary tool that you need to start to begin to understand harmony, frequency, and raising your vibration. And a lot of but people just stop there. Correct. And that's why all of this, oh, Abraham Hicks is bad. Abraham Hicks is this. How can you say that a small baby drew um, rape to them? Blah, 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 blah. It's more than that. It's more complicated than that. Or Thank you. It's, it's, there are levels to this, but there, you can only present so much until such time as other things can be divulged. And that's what Esther and Abraham were doing for the 30 years that they did this before the latest spiritual revolution came along for us to be able to complain about them. <laughs> I didn't know anything about them till like this past year. Somebody sent me a link and I was like, oh. I found Abraham in 2018 manifested my way into the hot seat at one of her shows in you did cool i listen that was awesome i bet like really literally taking what abraham said six months later manifesting the money to get to the show driving down to miami from where i lived in orlando and going i'm going in the hot seat I'm wow. going to do it. You and then I almost got to be the first person in the hot seat, but my fear caught me. So I said, after the break, I'm going to be the first person chosen. And after the break, I was the first person chosen. Beautiful. It was so cool. I, I, I mean, it's so fine. I haven't thought about that in years, but it was so cool. But that was the beginning of me understanding, like, this is how you leverage. This is how you leverage the power of the universe. Oh, yay. And this is the card we're going to read. I love it. Okay. Okay. This is such a great card to end. The card says, my greatest gift to give is my happiness. Ooh. Isn't that fantastic? I love it. Thank you. I love it. I love it. And, and it's the truth. My greatest gift to give is my happiness. And on the back of the card, it says, the greatest gift that you could ever give is your own happiness. When you are in a state of joy or appreciation, you are connected to the stream of source energy that is truly who you are. And anything or anyone that you are holding as your object of attention benefits from your attention. Boom. Yep. Tears. Feel that. It's amazing. Like, and, and that's why I like the law of attraction. It helped me deal with my, with my fear and with my pain. Oh, listen, if you have too much pain, go jump into the vortex. You're not going to feel pain when you're in connection. Yes. If you want to really work on your pain levels, meditation is key. Like you can meditate yourself out of your body to where you don't have to feel that. And you don't have to be medicated on a hundred different things. Like I did a lot of drugs, guys. Oh, me too. We had to. <laughs> I'm going to be real. I feel like we had to. Like people born before like 1990, y'all don't know the amount of drugs that we needed to do to survive this world. Prior That's a really good way shit. to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I go back and I don't judge it. 
I don't okay. judge anybody who has to do drugs. I look no. to see if they have sensitivities and if they have um, empaths issues. Like Probably I call most the empath of them. First. Yeah, and I look at that, and I look because you do know there's whole families of alcoholics that have the have clairvoyance in crazy amounts, but because that clairvoyance was so suppressed, it now is a it's it's a generational alcoholism because nobody can deal with their gifts. And so they're blunting it with drugs. Yeah. Almost I totally hear that. I, I see I it too with special that. needs kids. I believe that they are, they are tapped in and we don't, they're tapped in. we don't, we don't want to see that. We don't want to like you. I mean, they are gifted in ways that we in our society cannot Doesn't appreciate. It's so painful. Like it's That's so part painful. of my vision too, is just yeah. like letting people like building people up that have these major like like my son with his intellectual debility he, he sees um he sees apparitions he says past lives are just i had a past life reading done for him i mean just like beautiful like things that his reality is tough so to have that connection with spirit for him has been it's a know. saving grace yeah like i don't i wouldn't be as grounded and unmedicated as i am without this spiritual component and i find that this is the component that almost everybody lacks and even the people who are spiritual but they like gained their gifts through training like they went to some school of psychic study blah blah, right. blah and they learned a technique right and they have the ability to tap in with their technique but they're not rooted in anything yeah like they might not have done the shadow work or well just the, the technique doesn't teach you shadow work yeah right technique doesn't teach you to ground yourself technique doesn't teach you to go and deconstruct the lies that are your current reality it just teaches you a technique i am grateful to say i was trained by spirit for all of my other gifts and then my reiki master trained me in, up into my reiki mastership mm -hmm. but i'm i mean angelic channeling like I, there's things that i can do that i don't know the name for yeah i bet i bet i bet <laughs> that's why my list is so short it's like lived it's almost like lived experience it's and it comes back to everything in our society i think we've forgotten about tapping it's our lived experience lived experiences it's like yeah. tyranny of experts you know we're we we just everybody's like oh did this person say this like you know for instance my my mother god bless her that generation you know if the doctor doesn't say it it's not valid right don't right. matter it yeah. don't matter oh yeah my father's the same way but when the when congress said that cannabis was good for seizures he liked that oh then he told my mom to shut up about my smoking and i said finally it took y'all 20 years <laughs> I told them 20 years before cannabis was legal that this was medication and it would become mainstream. You did. 20 years. That's a long haul. Like I've been working on my mother for the last six. I finally got her to take a little edible. She's, oh, that's good. Yeah, but I still wanted to slip her one just so she could just chill the hell out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, fantasies of like putting it in the Thanksgiving dinner this year. <laughs> I always tell her, I'm like, now that you're retired, one of these days you're gonna eat a brownie and you're not gonna know what happened <laughs> i'm gonna catch you old lady <laughs> Watch out. yeah my mom took an edible she's like the next day i'm like so mom how was it 
Um, she's like, well, I felt a little loopy. I'm like, well, did you feel your pain? You know, I wasn't thinking about that because I was so loopy. I'm like, there you go. It works. It works, <laughs> yep, mom. Yeah. Out. Well, my mom is such a lightweight. She can't even drink alcohol. Like she gets drunk on non-alcoholic beer. Pretty much my mom too. She's yeah, that way. So, <laughs> I got to be real careful with her because a little tiny piece will go a long way. I think I gave her like 2.5 milligrams, you know, of like a half of five mil, And that that's she's never had much. anything. Yeah, she was loopy. Like you got to yeah. give her like a milligram. Yeah. A milligram is too much. Right. So, you know, and <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cannabis is so helpful, but like anything, like anything, it can become your oppressor. Absolutely. And you totally. have to learn when to take breaks. You have to learn when to vary your methodology. You have to learn when to assess that. You have to learn when you're bypassing by utilizing cannabis as opposed to dealing with something that is unpleasant for you right truth, like truth truth and, and i've gone through all of that like i yep. probably stayed with my daughter's father for four years longer because i was medicated and smoking weed okay. i hear you so every time he would say something that was really truly gaslighting me i would just discount it and roll a blunt off <laughs> <laughs> a clonopin no, for real. No, I, so, I hear you. I tune then, out a lot for a long time. You tune out a lot. Right. And so that's the thing. Like you get so used to being numb, not being numb. The transition is really hard. It's hard. And I, I don't recommend you doing it by yourself. So if you're going through a spiritual awakening, or if you've already been through an awakening, but you're going through a dark night of the soul, because that's my next coaching group is going to be on dark night of the souls. Oh, that sounds great. I'm going to do like a five person um, mastermind on how to navigate your dark night of the soul so that you can profit basically off of it when you come out. So not mm -hmm. profit, like money profit. No, I know you've got, you've got something to show for the suffering. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. People are going to grab onto that. I think I see this. This came out of my, one of my, my other dark nights of the soul. Yeah. This tell me about thing. the book quickly. So my not, book, not quickly, as long as you want, I'm not oh, putting any limits. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I mean, you can always just break this up into two podcasts. So I was thinking, cause I don't want to cut it off. It's good. This book, right. I love my book. This was so hard to birth. Was it? I, yeah, I was, I had had a car accident in 2017. I was in excruciating pain i was actually doing cocaine for a little while to to cope with how badly i was hurting i didn't realize that i that i really did have fibromyalgia at that time so all of my pain was magnified from the fibro and i was injured right so i injured Ouch. my c5 c6 c7 in my neck T1, T2, T3 in the middle of my back, L4, L5, S1 in my lower back. Holy crap. Did you even have a back? I don't. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. Like we like to pretend that I have a back, but uh, <laughs> I'm really just a disembodied floating head. Like <laughs> so if you can imagine, I went from being relatively connected and starting on, you know, coming out of another horrible awakening, you know, this is four years into my last awakening. <laughs> 
and then I get smashed by a car accident Mm -hmm. and it was devastating and nobody was around my parents were on vacation in Canada that year for the and no one was home nobody could help me it was me and my cousin it was a horrible situation Uh. fast forward to I was able to apply for disability and they caught me a disability check I got some arrears on it because I've been trying to get disability for several years but of Mm -hmm. course that doesn't fucking happen you have to get denied four times before the four four times before they'll approve you yeah yeah so i got denied four times and then i had to basically almost become paralyzed <laughs> and then they approved me temporarily because <laughs> i had such a bad concussion that i could not function wow i, I had no control over my emotions none Okay, so traumatic brain injuries are not talked about enough in the society and they need to be. Uh, one of my last interviews with, with a woman that um, on TBI and cannabis, how she tried everything until she found that and was able to finally function at all. I mean, yeah, what we're doing to people in this society is just really setting them up to fail so that they can feed the freaking machine. Keep it so going. That- so that nobody ever gets out and actually gets to enjoy their life. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So the book came from that car accident. That deep pain. I had, yeah, well, I had been drawing prior to that. And I just had a bunch of drawings, but I didn't know what to do with them. And Are they, they in were, there? Yeah, they're in my book. Can you hold one up? Yeah, I will. I'll actually take the background off of my, I think, too. So you can oh, see. right. Yeah. Let me take my virtual background off. I love that background, though. It's like peaceful as fuck. Yeah, that's why I have those. I I keep a, when I do coaching sessions, I keep a really peaceful background so that people are relaxed and they're able to tell Look at that. So this is my tree. Her name is Gaia. And it's like basically a tree of life. Yeah, I'm going to screenshot it right now. Yeah, it's a pencil drawing. I can actually send it to you. I got it. Yeah. So I, so this book, has my art scattered through it because I've struggled. I've struggled. There we go. Mm. I've really struggled to be able to sell my art. Nope. Yeah, it's hard. My daughter's an art. Well, she's in, yeah, she's an artist. My kids are all super artistically inclined. And it's so hard to sell your art. Oh, yeah. It's so hard. I don't know how. I don't have the skill set to make it work. And I'm so invested into my pieces. They don't want to just give them away. I have given them away, but after a while, it's like, why am I always giving away stuff and not getting anything back? Like, this is a skill that other people don't have. Why can't I? Absolutely. You should be able to. Right. You know, so I, so I just, so I stopped. So what I decided was, what I decided was that I would put, I would, I would make this book. This is like my baby, you know, it's like my baby. It's like, my hopes and my dreams and it's not really my hopes and dreams but it's it's my art that nobody would look at (laughs) so I I shoved it in a book right and it's my poetry that I was afraid to speak but someone needed to hear it because it's it's things that I had to say to myself to not be so sad and not and to survive all of this physical pain to and then this is fading out people treated me so poorly after my really 
probably yeah. did it brought up too much in them probably to even come near uh, you people would people couldn't come near me couldn't and couldn't not only that it. just the medical community treated me so poorly Ugh. like it i treated like a, a like a, a criminal pariah, like a yeah. freaking leper oh tell me yeah they treated me so poorly <sighs> anyway so fast forward to now now i fell again and injured myself in july did you and got another concussion and re-injured every single section of my back that i had injured. and the reason that that happened was so that we could balance the scales because the last time the medical community treated me like a fucking drug seeking homeless drug addict bum bitch when that wasn't the case i was in so much pain and no one would help me and this time I had everybody who was like, oh no, we know what's going on. Yeah, that's right. No, that wasn't, they weren't supposed to do that to you. They should have did this and no one checked that. Well, let's check that. And I was like, oh, doctors who know what they want and are actually going to give a crap and who are going to send me to the right resources. What? right like that's so cool and so i finally got to get decent care so that i could well you could i see that got, it was possible well i could see that they that you know this is the scales were shifting they're like this is what happened last time this is what it's actually like for you now you are supported there are people who are qualified they are going to be of service to you they are and so that's what happened so you had to go through that other experience in order to, to get close to this. out Yep, to close out the last experience so I could be like, and now we're free of that. I mean, there's something else, of course, right? Like, it's not gonna heal this shit, right? I gotta heal this shit. Damn it, I was climbing trees and jogging. Uh, And now I gotta stop. I can't even walk long. Really? No, I'm just this month because it's December now. This month, I can finally start doing some like light yoga and stretching. Oh, good. Short walks. But like short walks are like asking for a flare up. It's a it's a workout to clean my house. Wow. I got yeah, my that's my grounding is running really hard, which has not always served me to the best of my ability. No, not for but, your knees, but it feels good. Oh man, that's how I that's how I have like I'd say grounded. Oh, you process emotions. Yep. Yeah, totally. no, you gotta process your emotion. I process my emotion through walking. Like I'll walk four or five miles mm-hmm. just to get something out of my body out of my head out of my yeah. mind and i i process a lot in my walks yeah. not being able to walk that's what i'm thinking muscles, here like wow it's so tough. hard like to try to move through what i've gone through this year and not be able to walk i'm like really <laughs> i'm pissed off right now yeah i hear you i hear you yeah, so I mean, I got a lot of anger too. Don't don't get me wrong, I got a lot of anger, but we live with it. Or you just process it out when it's time. It out. Like you, like you gotta you gotta deal with one emotion at a time. Like you can't process fifteen of them at once. I mean, you can, but it's gonna be hell. And yeah. you might not get out of bed for about two weeks if you do that. Like I believe that you should just, you know, gently work them out. Like your body can only handle so much draw them out and that's why i mentioned the body coding and the emotion coding that lorraine does like she Mm -hmm. can do multiple sessions with you and on each session she'll just draw out a a top layer of things that 
it's, so it's cool. amazing. She's so good. Oh, that's She's great. So good. And whereas I, I do like a general overhaul when I'm doing mm-hmm. your, your energetic reading. Like, so just this conversation with us, like when you first got on your skin was a lot less shiny. Now, if you look at yourself, you've actually brightened up quite a bit. Happens every time, every time. Okay. So I'm just doing like a, a, a just a, a refilling of your energy and like a clearing of your soul. Thank and you. it's just like, and then just, you know, reflecting to you, like, dude, you're awesome. And most people don't get reflected that. And so when you're able to be that mirror for people and go, Hey, I know what that shit is like. I know how to sit in that shit. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, yeah. It hurts. And so those are the things that allow us to remember that we're not alone. Mm, I'm feeling this. Yeah. Cause when your mom and five kids, like <laughs> the world is against you. It's a daily battle. It's a daily battle. It's a daily battle. And you got to remember that you're somebody other than a mom. Like you are Jill Woodworth in and of yourself. Yes. Like, yeah, like you're Yeah, and I think it's the journey back to me. You know, I think that's what, like this year it's been like my battery might die crap. Oh. Um <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm gonna walk in here with the computer. With the computer. I share an office with my boyfriend partner. And I used to do um all my stuff in the office, but he's got a job where he has to be in there yes, all the time. Office working right yeah, right. so and that's cool. That's cool. We we adapt. So I'm walking in now. That's balance. Yeah. Yeah. It was an adjustment, but it works. Okay. But I don't want this to just end. So <laughs> like, oh, there we go. Oh. Right, there, just joking. The end of the podcast is uh, right. right. It would have been just like dead. We just would have gone dead. And that's just not professional. That's Camera. not professional. <laughs> it's not professional. That's not professional. I love it. All right. There I am on plugged in so look i'll read you one of my poems yes i would love that okay so this one is called dare to dream because like i said these are all inspirational poetry pieces i channeled them i'm going to read this to you and it'll be like the first time i read it because i don't remember this poem okay great okay (laughs) go dare to dream a big dream sunshine flowing through cloud beams wind whipping energy everywhere Nine-year shift, new moon, polarity, rare. Oh, we have a new moon coming. Stripping slips of consciousness in the air. Raise the vibration, do you dare? Love is the only answer I know. So unconditional, let it flow. No time to question how it works. Just coast on feeling all of life's perks. Beauty is in everything. Stop for a moment, let it sink in. Dew drops on rainbows, whiskers on kittens. You know, list all of your favorite things. Reset button already built in. Vortex of abundance filled to the brim. Born happy, born free. Inalienable rights. I'm allowed to be me. Label free. You can't box me. Mm. So those awesome. are the poems I wrote myself. I know, aren't they great? I'm like, I didn't love it. that in there. And this Where can is people my- buy it? You can buy it on Amazon. Okay. Actually, th- my book is available on Amazon worldwide. I have about three soft covers here. Um, if someone wants a signed copy, they can just message me. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll send you a signed copy. Oh, that's but, cool. Um, 
yeah i've got a few i just have a few left over the pandemic kind of ruined my book t- my book tour tour that i'm gonna go on just i got oh man all of the things that i had planned i i launched this book in 20 look this is what happened 2019 in july the government was like well it seems like your concussions resolved and based on that your temporary disability has been um denied and you can you can appeal it but i was still sick and i had a concussion and i just got angry i hear that i didn't have the strength to fight them again to maintain it and I was just so hurt and bitter because I had struggled so hard already. And I, could, I couldn't believe that they would disallow my, my stuff just it's because. Unbel- it's so Just because the concussion was better. The concussion wasn't the whole thing. I had full blood, like I have full body pain. And anyway, right. so long story short, July, they were like, this is going to be your last check. August, I was like, what the hell? I was sick from August 1st to August 24th because I was so stressed out about them taking my disability. Oh, I believe that. And then on the 24th, I found uh, some BS job um, directing traffic in downtown Orlando at night at an Uber ride hub and just picked up some bullshit ass part-time work and started working. And then in October, the book was published in um november i started my company silver lining spirals at that time it was silver lining spirals visual art llc and then um in december i got licensed as a health life and annuities agents for um health insurance health life and annuities insurance so i'm licensed in florida for all of those and i'm licensed in health um in 15 other states currently but I have to like renew my licenses. I don't know if I'm gonna do that. <laughs> but I am licensed in 15 states for health insurance in Medicare. And wow. I also know ACA under under 65. And um wow. so that's what that's how I ended 2019. And then we went into 2020 and I had all these lines, these things lined up for the book. And I was gonna be at the Miami Book Fair and I was gonna do all these things, and then the pandemic hit. And that's when I started my podcast the first time. That's when I started Gaia Source in in March of twenty March or March or April of twenty twenty. Instead of freaking out like everybody else did because now they had to stay home. Yeah, that was no biggie for me because I was already home. I'm like, I've been home. I was like, yeah. I've been home since two thousand thirteen. You don't kiss my ass. It was fine. Like I've been quarantining since 2014. I'm fine. Like if anything, now everybody acts like I do finally. Oh, so you're finally going to have some empath etiquette. You're not going to run up to me and dump your emotional baggage and bullshit on me. You're not going to hug me for no reason. You're going to try to touch me and and drop your crap on me. Oh, great. Y'all are so it's like a good thing. I love it. I'm glad that people are finally, this six feet means that you are energetically out of my field. For an empath, that's a blessing. I have always needed six feet. Mm. Always. People are always say, like, Kimber, you don't like people to be able to be too close to you. Hell no, I don't. Because you're dumping. I'm a channel. I pick up all your crap. And mm. I, I take people's energy and I transmute it. It used to make me sick. I was in hospitals. Like my, my roommate in college caught a stomach flu. I went in. I felt bad for her. I didn't touch her. I didn't drink anything. I went back to my room. 
Two hours later, I'm vomiting. Next morning, she's fine. I've got the I've got the stomach virus. We're still friends to this day, mind you. I love her. That's good. But, but this is this was my experience. So imagine how many different imagine how many different illnesses and instances of things that I have taken on to yeah. myself to then heal and purge and reset. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that do that without even realizing they it. don't even notice, mm-hmm. right? Because if you have shit boundaries, you can't shield against that. You can't, you just picking stuff up, you just right. And that yeah, starts that to on you. I didn't know anything about that till the last few years. And I realized, oh, that's oh, I see now. I see now why. Yeah. And then now you wonder, like, okay, so you've got anxiety and depression. Is it really all yours? Or is it? <laughs> Or is it an amalgamation of the amount of other people's crap that you picked up that you didn't know wasn't yours and you just been holding on to it because you didn't know it was yours. And then we come and we do Reiki and we set other people's baggage down and we just let ourselves be us with our own emotions and our own problems and our own bullshit. You don't need everybody else's. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, you don't need everybody else. So that's why I like to do energy healing because that's what it does. It clears the debris from around you so that you can come into focus. That's the one of the best ways that I, and then what I, the other thing I like about it is that just because I do a session today doesn't mean that they're not going to be like ongoing effects. Like the effects of the energy healing continue to snowball over time. And they just keep getting, you know, like you just keep getting better. So you just do energetic maintenance. And then like I go in and I have my Reiki master do Reiki on me like twice a year, even though I do my own Reiki, right? But just so I can get like an overhaul because we're all, we all have a blind spot for ourselves. So I have someone come look at me because I can't fucking see, like, can I see the middle of my back with that spot on it? No. Right. So I'm going to have someone else come, hey, what's on my back? Same thing with your energy. I have my, every six months, if, especially if I'm, trying to, if I'm trying to launch something or if I feel stuck, or if I just, am like, I don't have the strength to do this thing that I want to do. I'm it's calling her. Hey. I'm like, Hey, schedule me. That's it. I'm like, schedule me because I know that with a clear and open chakra, nothing uh, attacking me and clarity of mind, all things are fucking possible. So that's, that's how I do things. That's how I operate. I operate from a spiritual to a physical level. I don't do physical to spiritual. I go spiritual to physical. I can't function in 3D muggle world. (laughs) I suck at it. I I do too. I suck at it. It's a, I think it's a neurodivergent thing. We don't understand society because that's not how it doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to be that way. It doesn't make sense because society never made sense to me. Yeah, society now is so corrupt and so anti-human. Yes. Like, you notice that? Like, we always laugh about, oh, peopling, right? Uh, empaths and, like, sensitives and spiritual people. Oh, people. But here's the truth. We're people, right? And the reason that we struggle with our other people, friends, is because we have lost our humanity. And we don't know how to be people. We don't know how to be kind. We don't know how to live in harmony. We don't know how to live in balance. We don't know how to work with the cycles of nature. I feel that the industrial revolution, 
Although I love my iPhone. Oh, they seduced us all. I mean, although I love my iPhone, it's the greatest detriment to the planet ever. Since like, we went inside and built all these houses around ourselves with like no access to. With no access to, because now we have lost touch right. with what is going on outside. Biophotons and, and. Yeah, and outside, yeah. outside is where the truth is. Yep. Outside, it's in the grass, it's in the water, it's in the air. It's not, it's not on the internet. As it's much not. as I'm on there. I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. Hey Sometimes I go outside and get on the internet just so I can be outside and be on the internet, right? Like <laughs> literally what I do. But yeah. So, so these are the things. These are the yeah. things that we've lost touch with. We've lost the concept of cycles. Yeah. It's so important. This concept of not of cycles, like there are cycles for everything in the universe and in nature. There's like, that Bible verse to everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. That was my high school graduation quote for some reason. But because it, it makes sense, because if as you become more awake, you become more in tune with cycles again. You become in tune with the moon. You become in tune with the earth and spring and solstice. And these things start to really hammer in and make sense again. And you're like, yeah, now I see why they did that. Like the ancients were on it. We are fucking stupid. Right. Well, we've cut. <laughs> like, we yeah. I think you you know we've cut ourselves off. We're disconnected. We've cut we're ourselves off, and it doesn't. It's not helpful. And it's not helpful. Like, oh, we have seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, because you're forcing Duh. people out of the cycle. In like just as far as Little House on the Prairie, even. Okay, let's go back. Not that far, but that's you know kind of far. Sure. Little Little House on the Prairie, in the winter. You know what they did? They hunkered down and knitted by the fire, sang songs to each other, played games and took care of their, but they didn't force things. They didn't go on 300 mile treks in the damn middle of the winter. They knew that that was certain death, right? (laughs) Right. We're so divorced from the concept of what is right and wrong in terms of the timing of things that people who are supposed to be gone after a short span of time, we let them stay in it forever when they were just a brief passing lesson. Now let that motherfucker go. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like latch on and. Right, the Bible says people are here for uh, a reason. Was it a reason, a season or a lesson? Something like that, a season, a reason, I don't know. A, A season, a reason or a time. I don't know, one of those one of those quotes yeah but it's true when you Our meet fear of someone, death is crazy yeah like when you meet someone they're not forever and you should always think that even your children and that's really hard oh i've it's, come to yeah i know that believe me i wake yeah, up that's and, a hard you know, one it could happen every day any day i'm had to get very real one. about that it's very hard it's very hard no because like Cause you're going to be attached parent, to your kids listen as a parent our worst nightmare is our kids dying, right? Just period. If you're if you're a parent worth anything, you have a, a child, and then you realize when you see their little <laughs> their little dumpling cherubic cheeks, you're like, holy fuck, I'm responsible for keeping you alive. Oh, I'll never forget my first, my son. 
In fact, and, I gave up custody of them because it terrified me. Dude, and that stays with you. Yeah. It stays with you and you don't move out of that cycle of, I have to keep you alive when they're babies. When once they're two, it's just like, it's not that I have to keep you alive. I just have to keep you from hurting yourself or <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then when they're four, you're like, I just got to keep you from running into something and setting shit on fire. Okay, great. And then, then when they're six, I just got to keep you from beating up other people and realizing you're not the only thing that survives around here, you know? And then yeah. we don't move with our own cycles in our lives. Like you mm. see those posts about moms who are like, oh, it's kindergarten. And they're right. like losing it because their child- I was like, go. Right. The mindset is they're never supposed to change. Yeah. The fucking hurt, you're hurting yourself with that mindset. Everything changes. Change. The change. only constant in life is change. That's my favorite quote, probably of all time. The only constant in life is change. Oh, is <laughs> only constant in life is change. Yep. It doesn't mean we have to like it. Doesn't mean you have to like it, but if you can embrace the change, man, it's yeah. smoother. It's smoother. And then you're not going to be as attached to things that aren't for you. True. Yep. That's it. Like, you, and that's, I find that a lot of us get attached to things that are not for us because we believe that they are supposed to be here for X, Y, Z amount of time. Because we've been told reality, that. Yeah. When in reality, nobody came with an expiration date. Like nobody had a stamp on like born on X date, leave on Y date. Like it'd probably be easier. It yep. would be easier if, if someone came into your life and they were like, well, I'll only be here for about three hours and 27 minutes. <laughs> so let's uh let's make the most of this time because then you would actually be right then you would actually be more intentional and more present with that person right like if you knew that you're gonna die tomorrow right if you only had your but see that oh you may die tomorrow thing is so nebulous because most people immediately want to go but i won't so then they don't seize today Eh, but not me that's when your ego gets you Eh, not me that's other people. Totally. That's not me. Not me. And then you don't do the thing that you should do. You don't take the action that you should take. You don't say, say I love the thing. person that you should love. I was just thinking right. that. Yep. 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 Seize and, those and moments, baby. It's, it, it's so crazy. People think that the biggest things in your life are gigantic events. They are these tiny choices. They are these tiny one second blips of do I say the nice thing or do I say the wrong thing? Do I say the mean thing or do I say the right thing? Do I go left or do I go right? Choice forks in the road. One split choice. And that will change your whole reality. That whole reality. If I had not published this book, if I hadn't taken the disability money and turned it into this novel, and if I hadn't looked at people and go, I'm a self-published author. And people looked at me with respect. And I said, oh, this is a new club I'm in. That's cool, right? So then now I could talk to people who had books and they'd be like, oh, I'm an author. And I'd be like, oh, who am I? Good one. Right, right? Yeah, good impression. Yeah, but, but that's what it is. Like everybody, I do things, honestly. Oh my God, I'm diming on myself. Look, guys, I get certifications so that I can charge people money. Because you're not going to believe that I can help you without the certifications. Okay. Yeah. You want the paperwork. 
Okay, so I did. I went, I got the paperwork so that I can charge you what I'm going to charge you, but I never needed this paperwork. The wealth of knowledge that I have and the vast experience that I have, priceless. Yes, I'm okay? right there with you. Yeah, so honestly, you know, you have to do the thing. You have to do the thing that will get the people to respect you so that, and that's how this was. That's what this book was. This book was me establishing authority in an area that I really have no authority on. <laughs> I didn't, Who does? You just got to do the thing, right? So then this was my launching point. So then I could go places and be like, I'm a book, I'm an author. Mom. Yeah, me too. So what? You're not special. Cool. Let's talk about it. Yep. Yep. I've done a lot of those things to get the, get the credentials or get the. And and that's the thing. You got to do what you got to do to get the thing that you need so that you can be of service the way you want to be of service. So I've wrapped up an intuitive life coaching certification. I've got a Reiki master certification. I've got a bachelor's degree in psychology. I've got an almost nursing degree. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't even get into that. Oh my God. I have so many damn freaking degrees. I just found a certificate that I had from 2006 that says that I was a guardian at Lightum and part of the psychology. Um, where is that paper? I was like, Oh, look at me with certificates. I forget. You forget. Yeah. I know me too. Cause I'm, I'm pretty trying to be here now. And, uh, that stuff doesn't matter that much to me. Like I'm in the now moment because this is where you manifest. Right. You manifest in the now moment. You manifest your future from right here. You're not yeah. manifesting it up there. Your future starts here today with you, right? So like, so we stay here. So then all of a sudden something will show up and I'm like, oh yeah. Like I had forgotten I was indoctrinated into the priestesshood of Bastet in 2005. I forgot about that. I was like, oh, I've been a priestess for years. <laughs> sometimes i hurt uh, myself <laughs> it's like oh good job kimra <laughs> yes. yeah so, mine is like not making a dinner or make six leftovers use six leftovers in my dinner <laughs> six leftovers that's it six that, that's oh yeah that's right that, that post you put yeah, up yeah, like, yeah. i was cracking up because i did the same thing last night did last you? night i, I look yes, in my I fridge did. i'm like Bing, 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 bing. Bloop. I had a whole set of leftovers. And then I saw your post at like, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning. I started dying of laughter because I had leftover turkey from Thanksgiving, some leftover pork from Christmas. Well, not from Thanksgiving, but like Thanksgiving type turkey. It was at Christmas dinner. And then I had like green beans from something that I had made over. And I had some rice and beans that I had made. And I had that all on this place, just like gigantic plate of food. And I was just like, cranberry <laughs> just to throw cranberry on it like eh, why not right like i need some fruit <laughs> yep yep oh i love it it was the best plate of food ever i was so hungry last night. yeah i can yeah, taco rice i can't get away from that yeah no you can't get rid of taco rice. oh god it's like a win so yeah so that's what that's what my life is like joe oh i love it, it. Um, thank you for taking this time and sharing this with me i probably will make it two podcasts i'm gonna um yeah bring it up okay i'm gonna stop recording yeah go for it thank you so much for listening to that awesome podcast with kimra minuti
three rounds of applause.